Here we go again, King of the Couch, back in your ear holes for yet another beautiful Monday evening. TGIM, thank God it's Monday, thank God it's fucking episode 28 podcast night, let's go King of the Couch baby, 9.23pm 9th of the 12th, 2019, nearly Christmas time, it's coming very, 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 very fast, we're getting old. Life goes very fast now for us old folk. I like it though. Life's good. Anyway, episode 28. Let's get it going. What's been happening? It's been a good week. Uh, actually, it was an interesting week last week. I had the podcast obviously a week ago. Uh, I'll get into my weekend. Like, do my weekend first. I always do the weekend first. We'll do the weekend first. There was I had a lot of fucking anxiety last week. I want to talk about that. But I uh, let's do the weekend. I love doing the weekend. Um Weekend was good, obviously. It consists of Friday, Saturday, Sunday each week. Uh, I count Friday nights as the weekend. Everybody, I think, would be on the same page there with me. I mean, Friday is basically the weekend. So Friday night, we uh, got a box of Coronas, split that with the mother-in-law. I'm good like that. We're both good like that. We get along well. We love beer together, so let's do that. And uh, Becky had a couple, of course, and we just got the baby fed, and we tried to... I can't, we've got some pizzas, some good pizzas. Who doesn't like Friday night pizzas? But we attempted to watch The Irishman again. Didn't go too well. Got about an hour-ish into it, and Beck was a bit over it. And I feel like I've just been attempting it so many times. But I have to, I'm going to get into the zone and finish that fucking movie if, if it's... Uh, well, if it tries to kill me, you know? Um, but anyway, that was Friday night. Very, uh, very normal Friday night. Saturday, however, Beck and I both got a lovely 5 a.m. wake-up call from our beautiful daughter... Uh, that's a thing now, parents uh, and parents to be. You um, you lose sleep. I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again. But you lose sleep. One thing about me getting up extremely early now is that I don't go to bed any uh, earlier. I'm just still rebel without a cause in that respect. I just refuse to go to bed, and I'm really chopped up, tired, minced up, just put through the meat grinder by the end of the week. Sometimes, and my eyes are hanging out of my head by Friday night. I feel like I spend all my, my my late nights on the couch during the week, so when the weekend gets here, I'm a little bit zonked, to be honest. But anyway, she's been getting up early, which means we've been getting up early, so fucking hell, hit the ground running at 5 a.m. on a Saturday. And look, it's nice getting up early. I, I, I do like it in some way, shape, or form. However, there's... Um, there's just not a lot to do at that time in the morning. I know there's people out there, you got to seize the day and all that crap, but like... It's boring at 5 a.m., you know? You can't really go do anything because you've got to entertain an eight-month-old baby, you know? I can't really go out and run and go to the gym and all these things. Well, I could run. I could be one of those wankers that has, like, the running pram. I could do that, yeah. I could definitely do that. But, look, Beck wanted to go to yoga, so she did that. So I'm looking after Arabella, so... You know, 5.30, I've got the fucking YouTube on because I get the music cranking. Like, I like to put on a bit of rock and roll for her. I get the guitar out. I play her that. I get the toys all over the fucking floor. You know, we're just going a bit ape shit and going crazy. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what's happening at 5.30, 5.36 a.m. in our household now. But, uh, but Beck had a little little yoga thing with one of these local cafes that now is putting it on. Shout out Orenda Coffee. Um Joe from there is doing a little yoga thing. If you're a Sunshine Coast local in Caloundra, check it out. It's pretty cool. So they did that, and I walked up to meet him. That was nice, except 
the weather is ex- just extremely heating up. I mentioned it last show, and uh, so hot. Very swampy nuts, very swampy nuts this time of year. But um, it was nice to go walking with the daughter. So we then did the beach. I come home, my car, my car, the cars were absolutely filthy. I'm just, I'm a full adult. I'm getting real adulterated right here for a sec. I was like, we've got to clean the cars. We made some brekkie. I just cleaned the cars, gave them a nice big scrub. There was dirt all over them. So many bushfires and shit going on lately. I feel like there's just like a lot of more dust in the air and stuff. My car was literally like... It's like a it's like a nice sky blue, a very tough sky blue, and it just had a nice thin layer of kind of like an orangey silt all over it. I went to the gym through the week last week, and I'm trying to look out the side window, going, "That is, that is woeful. That is putrid. I've got to clean it this weekend." And that's saying something because I'm not really much of a car guy, and I was a bit embarrassed to roll into the you know the main drag in Bullcock Street just down to the gym, just going here, look at this fucking dust bucket. So we did that. It was as hot as balls again after that. So I run down and had another swim, which was great. I'm look one one smallish con of having a baby, I suppose, if you can say that. I used to like going and sitting at the beach all day on the weekends and things like that, but we haven't been able to do that as much just yet. We've got a little pop up tent. I'm excited to put that up. I'm not much of a tent guy and not much of a hands on kind of guy. So sixteen bucks from Kmart. If I can get it up once and I can't get it down again, then I won't be spewing. Um, it was only $16, but um, fingers crossed we get that bitch down and we can use it again. But I'm going to go pop that up in the next couple of weeks and go take the family down and see if we can spend a couple of hours with Arabella because she does love the water. She's a freak for the water and she likes playing in the sand and stuff already at eight months of old, eight months of age. I think I said eight months of old, eight months of age, whatever. I'm a bit tired, people. Sorry about that. And then we had a little friend's Christmas party on Saturday afternoon, which was good. Uh, Beck and I, we um, normally I'm the drinker at these sort of things. She likes to have a drink, but I, I like to have more. So she'll be, you know, the designated driver. But I said to her, look, they're your friends first. I said, I'll do the honest thing and uh, I'll, I'll just have a few standard mid-strength drinks, beers, and you can have a few too, man, and I'll drive. And, uh, geez, by the end of it, I'd, I'd neck those four um, stubbies that I took, and I was like, I'm I'm craving more. And the conversation was just absolutely flying. It was such a good afternoon. Um, their friend's house was immaculate. They did have I, – I, I clocked it as soon as I walked into the door. The house was immaculate, very beautiful ha- home. But they had this couch, this swank, just majestic-looking piece of furniture just sitting in the corner. The king of the couch, you know, I'm smitten with couches. i I, I got to be honest. I, I clocked it just walking in the front door after I was, you know, made to take my, my beautiful Air Force Ones off. Thank God I had a fresh pair of socks on because I'm always a bit nervous about the foot odor situation, walking into these, these fresh homes where they ask you to take their take your shoes off you know but look more for them if i do have four data anyway so beautiful couch and i i said back after it we were both just admiring this couch it was this nice sort of charcoaly gray just a real deep ass on it you know you could really line it one prerequisite for me uh, on a couch with a couch sorry is that i can sleep on the couch so the king can literally get on his couch and sleep on the couch it's become more of a prerequisite now more than ever because if Arabella gets in the bed and I'm still on the couch or doing what I'm doing late at night and I open the door at midnight, one in the morning, and she's there sort of just sp- sprawled out on the bed and Beck's there too, I've woken up once, maybe twice, and I Beck just dressed me down. So I'm not 
I'm not going to do that dance again. I figure I'll just be sleeping on the couch until I don't need to sleep on the couch anymore. So anyway, I feel like I'm going to get a new couch. I feel like the king is about to get a new couch. I'll get back to you on that. I'll circle back into that. This is all important life issues. That was pretty much Saturday. Went home with mum. Uh, we stayed at mum's house sorry, that night and uh, had a few a few pinos and uh, fell asleep. Very, very hot. Put the air con on. But, so it was good. Sunday morning, some more family time. Had a big old breakfast with my auntie and uncles with my grandparents and the, the cousins. Everyone's going mental to see Arabella. So that was cool. Did that. Went swimming. Had a crone with my uncle. That was nice. Could have had another fucking 12. You know, one's too many. 12's never enough. Um, but, uh, that was good. Then we had to get off cause I had a little, a little something, something in the afternoon, a little 30th birthday party. And look, I like to give shout outs in the podcast and I'm going to do a shout out now, a little birthday shout out for my good friend, longtime friend, uh, Talisha Reedy. Talisha, I know you're listening and this one's for you. Hmm. I was a little sip of something, something. But uh, yeah, great little party she had there. She Look, she's a long-time listener, first-time caller, and uh, she's just a good girl. I was stoked that I could give her a little shout-out. I was happy for her. She's 30. She's just grown into this exceptional uh, young woman, and uh, she's married now. She's got a great husband. Of course, I've given him a shout-out before. Uh, he gifted me five free pots at one of my local surf clubs up here. He won them in a raffle. I mean, that's just an absolute gentlemanly thing to do that he did for me that day by giving me five free pots i appreciate that i still appreciate that nick let's get together and have more of those pots in the near future but talisha happy birthday happy 30th birthday i want you on the show too by the way you mentioned it yesterday i know you love the show and i know you want to get on the show and i want you on the show i know i i know i didn't uh I didn't sell it too well yesterday to you. Um, I said something sort of, it was kind of like a negative backhanded compliment, i got to be honest. But I meant it in the best possible way. And I want you on the show because I think you're funny as hell and I think it'll be good. We've done so many fun things together. I was thinking about some stories and uh, a couple of highlights here. A couple of highlights. That time uh, we were traveling, uh, traveling. I can't fucking speak tonight. I'm so sorry about this. I'd like to be able to edit this out, but I can't really edit my sp- the way I speak out tonight. So it's just going to be one of those podcasts. Uh, just some absolute classic stories here. Well, firstly, obviously, we went to school together. Uh, we grew up together. I don't think we were that friendly at school, but we got really friendly after school. And uh, we, had a, we had a good little click there for a few years. And uh, I remember we all we all had a, our, our respective girlfriends and boyfriends at the time. And then, you know, now we're old and we've got new respective boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives and kids and things like that. We, we still value the same friendship, so which is really cool for me. I'm sure it's really cool for you. But uh, look, some of these highlights. What are some of these highlights? Um, the Nimbin trip. How good was the Nimbin trip? You, me and the big dog, Scotty Major. When we piled into that lovely car one day and we went down to Nimbin, none of us had ever been there before. And you were so excited, I remember this, you were so excited, you got so dressed up in this sort of boho-y type dress, at least that's what I remember anyway. And you had this bag, this particular bag, and you said, this bag is very Nimbin, very Nimbin. You never, she sort of talks like this, for anyone that doesn't know her, very Nimbin, that's what she was saying. And um, very cool bag. We were a bit none the wiser. I had never been to Nimbin before none of us had and if you haven't been there it's a bit of a shithole 
uh, I'd say it's a lot of a shithole. At the time we were going in there, we were a lot younger, and it was a, uh, I guess, kind of like a bit of a weed and, well, going in there is definitely more weed. It's definitely, I'd say, a heroin capital of uh, Australia at this point. Um, but, yeah, we were going down there just to, you know, check it out, you know, just see the local boho scenery and uh, maybe just get some illicit drugs, just marijuana, just nothing nothing serious, definitely no heroin. And as uh, soon as we rolled into town, we were looking around going, what the fuck is this place? Talisha's left her very Nimbin-esque bag in the car because she thought she was going to get uh, robbed by the by the Nimbin natives. And um, look, and just disclaimer, uh, we may, I mean no ill will to anyone listening in Nimbin at the moment um, or from Nimbin. It's probably a great place if you live there. I didn't really enjoy it when I visited there. That's that's my own thing, though. Opinions vary. Um, but we went down there. We did that. We bought our... Um, we bought our hash cookies off the street for some locals. Um, I don't know if you all remember uh, Scott and Talisha. I don't really think they did too much. I definitely feel like we just got sold some Arnott's uh, assorted, uh, and not even the good ones, you know what I mean? Like it could have been a nice cream chocolate biscuity one, but it was just one of those like, it was almost like our roots. We got sold our roots. It's pretty shit, to be honest. Anyway, we did that, went back to, uh, remember, remember Scott, Bill's Caravan, in Pottsville, your grandfather, and uh, well, we smoked what we bought, and we ate what we bought, and uh, it was a lovely night. That was good. That was one one great story we had. That was that was a cool one, a little threesome getaway between us. Uh, of course, Talisha was that time. I made you uh, vomit in a Hungry Jack's bag. Um, I was t- I found a hair in my burger. I if you're listening, and I know you are listening, I hope you don't vomit again because I'm not sure if you still have that that phobia. That was a real big thing. You definitely vomited in that bag as soon as you saw that hair come out of the burger from my mouth. That was a pretty gross thing. Good times though. Really enjoyed that. Um, oh, of course, a lot of horror movies over the years. Just a lot of just really stupid stories back and forth. Uh, there was that time, of course, we went to Dreamworld. Uh, that was a double date that day with one of your old, uh, old, old ex-boyfriends and uh, the one that got away and I was so scared that day to go on the giant drop, remember that, and you guys were all just coaxing me into it and I'm still not even glad I did it, to be honest. I remember, I won't mention him, but I remember his, your ex-boyfriend, he was a... He was a bit of a fiend for the old bongs. He enjoyed them. He he'd remember we'd have to take a little little day, you know, little five minute smoke breaks outside the park. We were in Dreamworld, remember that, and we'd go out so he could just uh, have pull a quick cone, uh, calm his nerves, and then get back to the giant drop. In hindsight, I should have had a few of those cones myself because the um, the giant drop scared the life out of me but he was just absolutely floating in midair having the best time ever he was like yeah man hug me if you're scared and i was fucking hugging him his little skinny body oh good times i'll tell you there's so many more stories of course those are just some of the some of the absolute highlights the nimbin vomiting a bag and giant and drop um but there's more there's more i'm just being facetious but uh you're a really good person and thank you for listening to the show Stick by your phone because I will be calling you to get on an episode in the very near future. But I hope you had a lovely day. Welcome to your 30s. Oh, but it was a lovely party. Uh, it was a place in the valley called El Rosa. Really cool little place. It was kind of a, everyone got a, it was like a peach pink neutral beige theme that Talisha had set and it was really fun. And uh, shout out to myself and Beck. I mean, we, uh, 
one thing about this this group of people that uh, that I know from back in the day, um, we don't see them that much anymore. But we we went through a phase. Remember, we and I don't know if other people do this. Oops, sorry, just knocked the mic. I don't know if other people do this, but we we used to really go overboard with the presence a lot. I thought, and while it was fun because you used to get you know say five or six people putting in for these presents at like a hundred or hundred fifty bucks a head, like we really used to go off. So we get some really cool presents. And it's good to see that they're uh, they're still doing that. Like there was this whole present giving ceremony. There was like a Mark Jacobs bag. There was like this Celine. I don't really know what it was. I thought it was some sort of Celine Dion greatest hits sort of compilation. It turns out it wasn't that. It's a fancy bag, something along those lines. And anyway, I uh, as I was looking around the room, I just thought these are all beautifully wrapped presents. I couldn't help admire my own present that I'd got to Leisha. I thought really long and hard about it, and I'd got it five minutes away from the venue because I thought, "Fuck, I haven't got a present here. I got it. I can't walk in empty-handed." And I got a uh, a nice little. <laughs> I thought it was a classy present, Chandon Rosé Sea Folly Limited Edition. Sea Folly, great Australian brand, limited edition Chandon Rosé. That was a good good $25, $26 I paid for. That was a nice bottle of rosé. I tell you what, I would not really spend that much on myself. So consider yourself lucky to leash. And just to cap it all off, I got one of the wine holder bags. I'm, I got, I saw a nice sort of shiny black one. I, I saw it there. I picked it up. I was like, eh, this is all right. As I'm walking out, the corner of my eye as I'm lining up at the counter, this belter of a wine bottle uh, bag was just sitting there it was gold and on the cu- and on the bag it had best gift ever i thought well that's just summed it up so i chucked the black uh, bit of crap away got the best gift ever bag put the chandon uh, rosé sea folly limited edition in there and i gifted it and i felt really good about that and i again talisha i hope you really get a lot i really get a lot out of that but yeah, the presents were good. You got some other good presents as well. But it was just really cool seeing old friends that day. Um, it was interesting. There's so many um, older faces, people that we went to school with, and uh, people that I really hadn't seen in a long time. Well, we still keep in touch, you know, like via text and calls, and uh, people listen to the show, which is really cool. But one massive difference, which was it was such a such a different experience because is that like there was like four of us that have kids now, and they're all sort of you know within within sort of four to eight months um and that was really cool i mean it's just so different like we're the same people obviously but we all walk in with uh another little asset hanging off our body so and the you know the prams are all lined up there and there's the fucking bottles of milk and the toys and this and that and the rugs on the ground so the kids can run around so your back doesn't fucking throw out for another another time that week and uh but that was really cool one of them, uh, Tyler and Dan's little girl, um, shout out Talia, you're a big big fan of the show, I know, and uh, they're a cute, cute little baby, Harriet, I'm not going to say the full name, some people are weird about the full names in the shows, you know, for, for privacy reasons, but anyway, Arabella and, the, and, and Harriet took, took a liking to each other, two cute little girls, it was very cool, they were just like playing around on the mat together, but... Arabella just like like a pull out of gate. She's such a she's such a rough little kid, and I think subliminally all this UFC I've been playing in the on the sixty five inch television in the background has just really sunk into her little brain. You know, the first thing she did was walk over. She's done the smiling like kind of like they were just tapping hands, you know, and uh, just walked over. Bang! Beautiful right hook on this on 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 Harriet's chin. Just pumped her, 
Beck was mortified. Atali seemed okay about it. I was a bit, I was a bit shocked. I've got to be honest. I was, I was shocked that she could pack a right hook like that at eight months of age. That was a really impressive right hook. Beck's like, we can't let her do that. We can't let it. She's there, like she's caught the caught Harriet before she fell on the ground. And I just said, look, I know we can't let her do that, Beck. But I'm glad that she knows how to just like take care of herself. And I thought, well. And I thought, well, if anything, I mean, it's a it's a bit of a wake up call for for little Harriet, you know. Um, time to work on some defensive boxing techniques, you know. A little bit of takedown defense wouldn't go astray because Arabella just came in there, just mauled her. Um, yeah, that's really what happened, you know. It was a pretty definitive win, if you ask me. But no, I joke, I joke, I joke. They were getting pretty rough, but uh, it was cute. It was very fun for us all to hang out, and I really immensely enjoyed it. And it's just cool now that we all got kids. I mean, it's you just one day you just don't have kids, and you're so used to your life being like that, and then you just have kids or have a kid, and it's just you're so used to your life being like that. Like it's not even a thing, you know. And you're not even annoyed about any little situations. I mean, it was hot as fuck yesterday in Brisbane, like so hot, like swamp nuts times ten thousand. It was just so hot. You got the kid hanging off you. We're all sweating, but you don't care. You know, Arabella's cracking a little bit, but you just sort of get on with your life. And it's the most, like, beautiful thing that your friends are there with their babies and that everyone's getting on. You just got all these new things to talk about, all these new experiences. And it's just, yeah, it was a blast. I've got to be honest. But it was good. And look, 20 minutes in, that was the fucking weekend. I went way off on tangents there, but that's exactly what the show's about. My show, I'll do whatever I want. I'll talk about whatever I want. All right, where do we go from here? I've got a few random things to talk about tonight. I've literally got, I'm counting them out. There's like another 20 points on here. I'm just going to, I don't want to say speed through them, but yeah, we're going to talk. Uh, caught a little bit of UFC last night. I won't talk too much about the UFC. It was a, yeah, it was a pretty subpar car. There was one good fight I saw on it. It was a fucking three-hour event. I got home sort of late after the after Brisbane. Arabella just was restless, wasn't sleeping. So I didn't really get to chill out to like 8, 8.30. Um, the highlight, Alistair Overeem's lip, basically means his top lip just got fucking split in half. That was the best thing about, pardon me, the whole event. But anyway, look, that's about as much of the UFC as I could talk about, except UFC 245 is next week. Oof, it's a great card. I will preview that later in the week. But um, music, Let's talk about music really quick. Actually, I've got a few things about music I want to talk about. Uh, they... I'd missed the Good Things Festival on the weekend. That's what I did miss. I was a bit gutted about that. I got serious FOMO as well because of it. You know, I saw all the people that I follow on Instagram just like seeing Parkway Drive and A Day to Remember and all these bands that, you know, I really like. And uh, and I just slept on it. I was just like, I'm not worthy. You know, I'm just a fraud. I'm I'm, I'm not going to these festivals. I'm not going to gigs anymore. I call myself a music fan, music lover. I'm just like, no, I'm, what a f- I'm a fraud. I'm a fraudulent individual now. I didn't go. I was so... I was just fucking FOMO'd out about it. And then what do I see today? Parkway Drive, hate breed every time I die to it. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. I'm going. I've missed Park. I've missed Parkway Drive far too many times. I've never seen them. Never seen them. I didn't really get into them until like their fourth album. Then I went and revisited all their old shit and, you know, everything after that. And uh, never seen hate breed and I've never seen every time I die. Three really good bands, three really different bands, but really good bands, and they're all really heavy in their own way. So, yeah, you can guarantee I'm going to buy tickets to that, and I'm going to be 
be scouting for some people that want to go see that because I need a heavy metal buddy with me that night. So that's good. I said last week I'm going to pay all my debt off next year, and that's my that's my goal. Twelve months. I'm going to. I'm telling you, in the start of the new year, I'm going to put out a disclaimer on my social media just to let people know that I will be somewhat a pretty heavy wet blanket for 2020 unfortunately because i've got to get this deck gone however i would really like to catch two to three of these concerts that i really want to see one i'm going to get my dad a ticket to uh in case he listens i'm not going to say what it is just yet but i'm going to do that for him i'm going to do the parkway hatebreed every time i die show and i definitely do frank card on the rattlesnakes but there's about five others that i can't really just make up my fucking mind on but um 2020 if you're a music fan a good music fan anyway there's a really good amount of bands coming out next year so go and check that out but uh another cool thing just touching on music i thought was really fun last week uh spotify did the whole um i saw every motherfucker sharing anyone that's on spotify was sharing it and we were all sharing it and it was cool actually of all the of all this dumb stupid shit that we follow and this is me personally speaking but all the dumb stupid shit that we follow on on instagram with the exception of uh, giant booties um the music that people share was really cool it was cool to see what people well i liked it for two reasons one i like to see what people were listening to what their top five albums were and the top five artists and all that shit um some people got really good taste in music other people's honestly have the shittest taste in music it's disgusting what some people actually put down their ears it's like poison but anyway i digress then that's their that's their life they can do that uh but it did get a secret little egotistical kick up the kick up the uh the behind and i was really excited about this but people could share their their top five podcasts and your boy kotc baby we uh we featured on a few we did and i was excited about that and for the people that i did feature on you didn't share it do yourself do me a favor share it. i wanted to hear about that i really wanted to know i'm so excited when people share that shit about the show uh you know i'm just a little aussie battler that just does it in the in my room at night 9:53 on a monday night you know i'm just here i'm just for the people i love it so people shout me the fuck out i appreciate it when you do but that was really cool spotify is uh for so long i i I really i didn't want a bar of it you know i was one of those guys with his head in the sand and um it's it's one of those things it's everywhere spotify you can't get away from it and it ruffles feathers in the music industry i think but you just you got to keep up with the times i mean music unfortunately or unfortunately depending on what side of the fence you sit on it's moving like this it's a digital platform now Yes, records and things like that are still around, but it's just the way we listen to it. I don't think it's the way you collect music. I'd be still happy to, for a very long, long period of time there, I used to go out, I'd get paid every week at this point, every fortnight, sorry, and I'd, I got paid in checks at this fucking, at this time. Yeah, I, my first job was basically 1930s. Uh, I got paid in a fucking actual physical check and I was so distraught that I used to have to wait like two or three days for the son of a bitch to cash that I used to ask him, hey, can you make this payable in cash? So I get them to write that on that and to add insult or injury. But it later became a blessing because this was fun. If I wanted to get the cash that day, which I fucking did because at the time I was like 20 and like, let's be honest, like I was living minute to minute at 20. So I wanted the cash. I then had to go into the Queen Street uh, Mall at this point when I was living in Brisbane 
and you had to go where the checks were issued. So that was cool because I used to work like North Key. To, to give you an idea, it was like a good 25, 30-minute walk. But I used to really like that. So I'd, I'd walk from my office. And I, look, I took my job seriously at the time, but the office was very, very chill, very sort of family-oriented business, very fun at the time. So there was no real time limit. So I used to sort of Friday afternoon, get my check for whatever it was. I'd walk my ass into the city, cash that son of a bitch, just have a, a, a like a wad of cash in my hand. And I used to go to Rocking Horse Records and uh, I'd just buy new CDs. I would buy, they used to have this wall of like $10 CDs. And this was cool because at this point it was like, you know, I was thinking oh, like if, if there was a particular one I wanted, you know, I'd buy that. But like, you know, just all at once I was like, right, went out and bought the whole Metallica discography, you know? I was like, well, it was 10 bucks a CD. And I think this was up to when like the Death Magnetic album was coming out. So I just was like, bang, bought them all, had them all. I was the coolest shit. Bang, bought all the Pantera discography. Like all these things. I'm at this age, I'm an adult now. I can start doing this with my money. Start doing serious things with my money, like blowing them CDs every fortnight and uh, and booze. That's basically what I did. And uh, yeah, those were good days. I just don't do that as much anymore. Obviously, for obvious reasons, I don't get paid in checks anymore. Thank fuck. But I, um, I'm older now. I've got different responsibilities, and I, you know, I still would like to go and buy CDs and records and things like that. But they cost a lot more money. Uh, not try, not saying that I don't want to support the artist, but I just can't go and buy like four or five CDs each week because my money is literally tied up with all other bullshit now. Uh, responsible stuff, and I just. One, I don't have the storage for that sort of stuff anymore. Uh, I don't have a proper stereo really set up. I, um, yeah, like when I'm, you know, have my own bigger house and I can set up and have my proper man cave, king of the couch HQ, I'll get it all going and it will be cool. But I, I don't do that right now. So, so pretty much the way I listen to music now is just all on digital platforms. You know, I got the fucking AirPods, I got the headphones, whatever they are. I listen to everything through my iPhone on on Spotify or Once Upon a Time YouTube or any other platform. I listen to it out of my laptop. Uh, in the headphones, 99% of the time I listen to music, it's in headphones. I put it through my new TV with the like YouTube and stuff like that. Nick got all these playlists made and stuff like that. But it's how I do them, you know. I never would sort of sit back and put on a record. One, I don't have, as again, I said I don't have the setup. And records are fucking expensive, you know. Look cool, but they're very expensive. So... Yeah, I listen to everything now through Spotify. The reason I just didn't get on board a lot quicker was because I was such a such a music fan, um, such a enthusiast, a purist, and all this other wanky bullshit. Uh, I kept telling myself, um, but uh, but look, I've been guilty of downloading music, stealing music, things like that. So I figure Spotify, if I'm paying for it, and I know that like ninety nine percent of it goes to Spotify, not the artist, but there's still a trickle down effect. But it's about it's also about exposure too. I listen to so many more bands this way. I find so many more uh, bands this way. Like just look, my Kingstown playlist, for example, there's so many bands that I've put on there that I've just found this year just literally by getting on playlists on Spotify and suggested bands and artists and things like that. So it's really, really cool for, for that. You know, I think I call it exposure. Um, that's that's one hundred percent what it is. It's exposure for new artists and 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 for for fans like me to find these new um, people and things like that. So um, that's really cool. I like that a lot. But um, yeah, it's just fun. Spotify's really cool, and I think they just got their finger on the pulse in terms of like with what they're doing and the, the way they market themselves and whatnot. But um, 
I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about in that whole section, but we listen to music digitally. I think that's what I was trying to get at. But anyway, that's enough about music. That's we'll, we'll come back to music. What else has been happening this week? I uh, I had a real mad craving to watch Mighty Ducks. The whole Mighty Ducks trilogy, actually. I got a bit psyched out, uh, psyched up because uh, I thought the Disney Plus app was going to be available on Telstra TV, but it wasn't. Telstra, fucking Telstra, pull your uh, pull your heads in Telstra and put the fucking Disney Plus app on there. I've got a little daughter. She'll probably want to watch Pixar movies with Dad. Who wants to watch Pixar movies too? So I didn't get to watch the Mighty Ducks last week, but I've been smashing stand a bit lately. On that, I am going to get the Disney Plus app somehow because I really do want to watch those Mighty Ducks movies. That's another thing. I used to buy DVDs and stuff like that. I haven't bought DVDs in years. We just watch everything on... If it's not on... I feel like now, and a friend asked me the other day, I gave him a recommendation on... Uh, uh, shout out, Chris Atkinson. I gave you a few movies to watch, and he was like, fuck, none of these are on Netflix, man. What do I do? And I was like, yeah, fuck, what do you do? I was like, well, I guess you go buy a DVD, but like, who's got heaps of money for that? You know, He's got a fucking family and a mortgage and a business and all this shit too, so he doesn't have money to go spend on DVDs all the time. But um, yeah... Anyway, we'll find out how to watch Mighty Ducks and how to get the Disney Plus app. But speaking of that, cancelled Netflix today. Bold move, king of the couch. Spent a lot of time fucking couch surfing. But yeah, I've pretty much watched all the shit I want to watch on Netflix right now. There's no shows I want to watch on Netflix. I've, I've gone across to Stan. I basically held out for another fortnight, really, so I could watch the Irishman movies. I might give it... Yeah, well, I've not. I've cancelled it today, so I'll come back to The Irishman in a few weeks. I will get it back on. There's some awesome Netflix series that I do watch. Stranger Things, as soon as that back is back on, I'm going to fucking get it. And Animal Kingdom, as soon as that is back on, I'm going to get it back. But look, we'll get it, you know, in a few weeks again and just see what's cracking on there. But uh, it's just like another little expense, you know. It's only 9 or 10 bucks a month, but like it's 9 or 10 bucks a month that like I could have in my pocket instead of on something that I'm not using, you know. That's literally one extra pint a month if we're dumbing it down, you know? So whatever, I can do that. So cancel Netflix, big, big uh, shock horror moment in the, in the Thompson household today. Uh, however, we still got Stan, which is cranking. It's got a great selection of movies, Stan. I, I didn't really get into it initially, but now I've revisited it, and I'm just like, man, this has fucking got bangers on here. And I've just, well, I'm a bit late to the party, but I'm, uh, I'm up to like episode two season one of sons of anarchy so yeah i've started fresh from sons of anarchy i know it's done and dusted but i needed a new show to watch you know instead of watching a movie every night which i never get through i get this bad habit of like you know movies are generally like an hour and a half two hours <clears throat> i'd get like a half or three quarters of the way through a movie and fall asleep then ultimately never finish it the next night you know so yeah i needed a show because anyway like a 45 minute to an hour episode that's doable i can generally get through one sometimes when i'm feeling overzealous i'll get through a second one and that's cool that's up to me but uh yeah sons of anarchy so far so good um yeah what else we got to talk about a whole bunch of stuff i'm gonna just i'm gonna cull some of these things i don't like that i don't like that these are me deleting all these things just click click delete delete ah okay oh bit of sad news i saw this Everyone watched Sesame Street as a kid. The guy, uh, Carol Spinney, who was responsible for Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch, he passed away today. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Spinney. I know that you would have brought a lot of joy to the kiddies across the world. I feel like everybody, 
Everybody grew up watching Sesame Street. And it's still cranking now. It's sort of thing on YouTube with Dave Grohl on Sesame Street. So it's still cranking and, and heaps of big stars and celebrities and musicians still go on it. So, I mean, powerhouse. Powerhouse show. But rest in peace, Mr. Carol Spinney. What else is going on? Two things I'm going to finish on. I've got, I'm going to talk about hangovers and anxiety. And then I'm going to talk about seven-day detox from social media. And then I'm going to finish the show. So last week, I mentioned that we had my uh, my mates, uh, Joycey, we had his memorial thing on the Sunday. Fuck, hit the mic again, sorry. We had the memorial thing on the Sunday, and I took half a day off on Monday, like I'd, I'd organized this, and look, I just was a bit of a shit way on Monday, just a bit, I was definitely flat, I was definitely flat, but I was feeling a bit crook as well, you know, and I thought, well, what better way to get away from a hangover than to just get a few hair of the dogs in, so Monday night, I had four beers in the fridge, and a little bit of wine, i got to be honest, and I thought, well, if I can just get semi-drunk enough, I'll forget how shit I feel, and I'll feel better, and then tomorrow's a new day, and because I'm not drunk that much, there'll be no hangover tomorrow, it'll just be like norm. But I forget that I'm old now and I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, I'm frail, I'm fragile. I just was so fucking anxious on Monday, hey, and uh, I, I just was a bit, I had two black coffees in the afternoon, I don't think this helped, and I needed it to perk myself up for work, that little meeting, and I had a fair few things to do, right, so I did get it, and I was in the zone for that, when I was in the zone at work, I kind of just get in this bubble, I look at the laptop, got the music cranking in my ears, and I just set these little timers, I don't know if anyone else does this, but like I, I manage about four different inboxes, plus some other stuff, and I can't look at everything at once, so I'll do like a 10-minute timer on my phone, do one inbox, smash it, ding, 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 repeat, go to another inbox, and that's what I do. But like, Jesus Christ, as soon as 5, 5.30 rolled around, I took Frank for a walk, I was just, fuck, I was just out of it, and I was just so low and depressed. And I did the show last Monday night, and to be honest, I had a couple of mountain goats, uh, little pale owls while I was doing the show to burp myself up. And like a true, true champion, I... Uh, I get on with the show. I like to do the show, so it makes me happy. So I was really, I wasn't low in that 36-minute episode. But I just was fucking anxious. I was sitting there eating dinner with Beck, and it was just like halfway through dinner, and I just, yeah, Beck, I'm full here. Eh? Look, I just, my stomach was turning just with like thoughts, just the, you know, the walls are closing in type thoughts. And uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't been anxious like that in quite some time, I've got to be honest. And then I thought, yeah, this would be, you know, this, I always chant this thing. Uh, I, I always say this too shall pass, you know, like it's just a kind of just like a little mantra, you know, like if you're having a bad day, this too shall pass, you know, feel free to steal that. I stole it. So don't worry. Um, but, um, Tuesday rolls around lonely as fuck, boring old Tuesday besides the podcast coming out. It's a shit day. I've mentioned that in like episode two or three and I just was on edge all day just proper on edge and a couple of coffees in the morning the coffees don't help but i was just so fucking on edge and i was just like oh man the walls are closing in this two shall pass uh, uh, uh. you know and then wednesday was like a little bit better and it was just thursday was a little bit better and it was just a, i tell you what it was the longest time i've had like a hangover anxiety attack in in quite some time and it just really got me down really really makes you think about it and uh it's always such a shame too when you come off such a good event and i don't know if i was a little bit like you know look i wasn't upset or anything like that but just coming off that sort of that bittersweet sort of event that we caught up for well well it's good for so many reasons seeing friends and raising money there's the reason that you're there is for a 
for a shit reason, you know, uh, initially. So that could be like a subliminal thing in my head. But um, yeah, I've just been feeling quite anxious and stuff lately. So I've been trying to go to the gym and stuff. And, and look, I probably should I probably should lay off the drinking for a bit. So hard coming into the silly season. I know that like so hard, like it's such a cop-out bullshit excuse. But like I like to be social. I like to talk. I like to have beers. It's just... When you're trying to get back in your life, and I and 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 you, you're just strapped with anxiety, and it's such a you know annoying little fucker that you got to deal with, you know, when you just want to go, cool, I was fucking drunk yesterday, and I partied yesterday, and then, yep, let's go back to my fucking life. I don't mind the hangover as much. Look, that sounds stupid because no one likes a hangover, but the hangovers are usually one and done. The anxiety is what that sets in. And I was literally talking to my friend Greeny. We were texting, and I was like, "How'd you pull up, man?" He was like, "Yeah, felt shit Monday." anxious as fuck Tuesday then like slightly anxious Wednesday and Thursday and so on like exactly the way I was you know he was just like yeah man it's always like that now I'm like yeah it is a bit like that when you have these monster sessions you know and uh anyway good news I'm starting to feel real good again which is good uh just got to keep going on like I said this too shall pass anyway just thought I'd touch on anxiety. I had a, had a friend uh, last week bring that up. Actually, I've got another thing as well. This this friend brought this up. Chris Atkinson again. It was good. He gave me... We, we, he, man, he pumped all 28, 20, 27 episodes. So soon to be 28. I'm sure we'll get this one done by fucking Smoko tomorrow morning. Um, he pumped all the episodes in two two days, which was awesome. And he came back with a few things, you know, like what you know, oh, what do you, what do you mean here, and what was this about, and what what are your opinion on rats' tails like this? All these things. I oh, I've got to be honest, I couldn't remember talking about half of the little trivial things I do. Um, but he brought up some really like cool points. You know, he, he touched on anxiety, which is it's interesting because I talk to so many people, guys especially. I don't know what it is, but people just, they hide all this shit. And you don't have to be like, woe is me about it. I talk about everything with like a spring in my step, you know, like and and with tongue in cheek, even though I'm being very serious about it. Um, But I feel like if you just talk about it, it makes everything feel better. And he he was telling me the exact same issues as me in in a lot of ways. and, um, and, And it was really cool to hear that, you know, and I just over, just over that, that conversation, the fact that he listened to the podcast and we, 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 we know each other you know, a bit and, and uh, I feel like now we know each other a whole lot more and, and, and I feel like it's, it's brought us closer. So that's, that was really cool to hear that. And, he, and one thing he did say to me was he was like, man, you're just so honest and open you know, in the podcast and how you speak. And I was like, oh, I was, you know, I was, one, I was really thankful that he said that because it was really cool that he, you know, he felt the need to compliment me on that. And I do take that as a compliment because I think being honest and I think being open, you know, is such a such a good trait to have. I'm not blowing smoke up my own ass here, but I just know so many fucking liars out there. I myself um, would have called myself a liar. And I think that's why I, I try to be so honest and open now because telling lies in the past, you know, big lies... It, it never did me any service in the long run. In fact, it really, like, it probably hurt me in a lot of ways and fucked me up. When I mention anxiety, so many of my lies, uh, you know, contributed to the anxiety that I created and just basically built this huge ball, this knot in my stomach from all these fucking lies and shit that I was trying to carry on. Now just being, like, totally honest with myself and with people around me, yes, from time to time you do sort of hurt some feelings and things like that. And I don't 
don't try to be malicious. I mean, when you're being honest, don't be malicious with it. But just be honest and open, you know what I mean? Speak what's on your mind and stuff like that. If you're having a bad day and you've got some issues, you know, tell people about it. If you having some issues with your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, uh, your boyfriend, things like that, you just fucking talk to them about it, do you know what I mean? If you've got a doubt in your mind about anything, you might as well just fucking open your big dumb mouth and talk about it. Um, you know, it's helped me. And that's basically what the show's about, just talking and trying to help myself. And by doing so, I feel like I help people. This show basically is just one giant therapy session for me every fucking seven days. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know he's an honest person and uh, I know a lot of honest people, but I feel like if you're listening to this show and you feel like you're not being too honest uh, or open and you want to be, then just, just start doing it. Start challenging yourself tomorrow. Go out and challenge yourself and tell someone some shit um, that is really open and honest about yourself or if you're struggling with something, tell someone that you love. If you love someone, tell them that you love them. That is being honest. That is being open. Some people have a real hard time doing that. So, yeah. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. I just thought it was important and uh, I really like that. So, Chris, thanks for listening and thanks for the for the feedback, my friend. And I hope you enjoy episode 28. Now, last but not least, uh, social media detox. I think I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to fucking finish this show, put it up. I'm going to do my little shout out in the morning and then I'm going to, that's the third fucking time I've hit the microphone tonight. I'm so sorry about that. I'm going to do my shout out in the morning and then I'm going to delete facebook and delete instagram off my phone i'm going to let it ride out for seven days and then i'm going to jump back on social media next week obviously do the pod the the show i use it as a platform obviously to promote the show and things like that and that's really cool for me um but i'm kidding myself to if to think if that's all i fucking use it for because i waste so much fucking time scrolling facebook scrolling instagram for the dumbest shit possible you look at the dumbest mind-numbing is crap yes while there's a lot of good stories that you see on there you see the dumbest shit as well and stuff that just sort of infuriates you and stuff that i think just makes you dumber you're you're dumber for doing that activity uh i get distracted too with just looking at things i really shouldn't be looking at and uh i'm not gonna throw myself in a hole here let's not be too honest people come on but uh yeah, no, I'm just joking about that. It's the booties. The booties keep me up at night. But um, yeah, tomorrow, post the show, delete the apps, come back in seven days. I want to see how I feel and I want to see how I manage my time because it's such a good time waster. I look at my phone at any given time I can. So I'm going to jump off it uh, uh, after the, after tomorrow morning for seven days and uh see how i feel i think it'd be good i'll report back next week with uh with my findings and uh give you my review of a of a social media list life and on that note that's the uh the big dog himself the big daddy mac daddy king of the couch episode 28 it's in the bag thank you very much what a show love you all have a great week Oh,